0: Hello everyone and welcome to Synesthesia, a podcast about the creatives who shape the aesthetics of music.
1: We chat to the artists behind the record sleeves, videos, photo
2: shoots, and stylings of the freshest new sounds, exploring how contemporary culture, fashion, illustration and design reflect and enhance the musical experience.
0: Music has always been our passion and remains an integral part of our lives.
2: That's why we decided to put together this podcast, which we called Synesthesia, because we perceive music not only with our ears, but also with our eyes. Synesthesia, the artist behind the artist.
0: Hello everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Synesthesia. I am Enrico and I'm here in our uh, London studio today by myself, because uh, Clarice and Amadeo are... Uh, out of office, but thank God it's not only me because I am with uh, Felix Ice and Josh King Hello. who are the creative du- <laughs> duo behind the Crew Beans uh, Time You and I video. Hello guys it's uh, you and I, how are you? Yeah and very I- well man, thanks for having us Great, on. Where are you picking up this call from?
2: I drunkenly moved to Shanghai in China about three years ago, so I'm here in
1: Shanghai. Yeah, and, and I'm <laughs> just hiding, uh, hiding in South London because Boris Johnson told me to.
0: So we have these uh, tri- Between Hagerston, Peckham, and Shanghai, don't we?
1: That's it,
0: yeah. (laughs) So, uh, normally, if I had only one guest, uh, I would ask them about their career, so, how they chose this uh, path. But since it's the two of you, I'm gonna ask a couple of questions. How did you guys meet?
1: We met at um, university, so we were in the same we we're in the same halls of residence at Kingston. I was in a flat with a load of quiet people, a floor up from Josh, and he was in a flat with a load of loud people. So we just got to know each other there.
2: Yeah, we were there studying graphic design together, and yeah, Felix just lived in our kitchen, and then we came friends.
0: Yeah. So w- what was the step after being classmates? Uh, uh, when did you start working together? What was the first project you worked on?
2: We always lived together and we both do advertising. So I do, I'm like an art director for Nike, Felix is an art director for Apple. And We always kind of wanted to work together in our you know, full time day jobs, but that never kind of worked out. So we always just sort of paired up and did weird stuff in the evenings, sort of creative stuff together.
1: Um, yeah, I can't remember when it started. We did lots of projects at uni, made little, golf courses and that big hand with rubber gloves on and loads of weird stuff
0: yeah, uh nice just well, to kind of
1: kill time yeah
0: well, you've been working together for uh, 10 years now pretty much i guess yeah
1: i mean if you can if you can call it working together
0: yeah big, uh, we make we make
1: stuff together yeah
0: big anniversary congratulations guys
1: <laughs> thank, thank you. you i'd actually forgotten
0: You haven't split up yet, and that's good. That's very good. So, what are the things that brought you together in terms of aesthetic taste? Do you share a passion for like comics or a certain kind of movies, music? I mean, what are the things you guys have in common?
2: I think the same sense of humor, I would say, was the the main thing. Um, And we both stay up incredibly late and drinking together. So. That always helps. Um, yeah,
1: I, I, I wouldn't say it's like even a particular aesthetic, as it's just like we're just kind of not, not bored, but looking for reasons to have a, have a good time, neither of us sleep much, and we just want to make things.
0: And looking at your past, how about the subcultures that have influenced you? When you were in school, did you listen to rap, to techno, to like a hardcore punk? Yeah,
1: we were talking earlier a little bit about, um, I was always a massive fan of pretty much any of the Fatboy Slim videos that came out. I can just, I can remember them from when I was a kid, and I've rewatched them like a million times since, and they just don't stop being, good and I think there was something like there's something that we talked about right at the start of trying to make music videos where it's like a lot of those don't actually um they don't actually just focus on the musician I I don't know if that's an accident but because Fatboy Slim's a DJ obviously you can't just film the like and this is the band on a stage and they're making music so the videos turned into like little three minute short films or stories I just always thought that was such a cool thing to be able to make and such a great like excuse to be able to make it because it's got its sort of soundtrack ready in there for you. So yeah, I, I'd say that that stuff I always thought was was amazing.
0: And honestly, I am so uh, excited that you brought up Fatboy Slim because there is a legendary video that I rewatched recently and made me think of your videos, guys. And I assume you know which one I'm talking about. A
1: legendary. I, I mean, it's either. Praise you! Weapon of choice. Yeah, I'd say they're probably the two two most kind of well-known ones.
0: Yes, when they are all dancing uh, in the Hollywood Strip.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Praise you.
0: That's. uh, I mean, I read an article about the making of that video, and the crew was going around like asking people to sign uh, the um, authorization to use their like uh, faces and stuff and it was crazy what do you like about that video?
1: that one i think there's just like there's an honesty to it that's really really funny i don't know that one actually isn't my favorite fat boy slim video there's a, I think that's that's very good. I think my, the, the best one out there I think is um, Push the Tempo, which is like, a, for me that's got like more of a story to it.
0: We might talk about Push the Tempo afterwards when we will be discussing a video or a record that left a mark on you. Now it's time <laughs> to talk about this uh, new collaboration with Crew and Bean that comes after the 2018 one for the video of uh, Evans Find the Third Room. The vibes are really similar. I mean, dance and lightheartedness are a universal language. And you guys brought us into the fourth room.
2: Sure did. <laughs> yeah, man. Um,
0: uh, we are here for this reason. So, uh, tell us about the story. How do you end up working with Kruangbin again? Let's talk about this video of a time you and I.
2: Cool. So, yeah, it came. Uh, so, I know um, Laura Lee, the, the bassist of Crown I used to work for about ten years ago. And Felix, I believe you met her in a pub at some point. Yeah, I met in a Um, And we always got on incredibly well, Um, and luckily when she became super famous um, she asked us to make her that first video, Evan Finds the Third Room with the, you know, the invisible hula hooping lady. And then when she wrote this new album, I think this song just had the similar, like you said, similar joy and a happy vibe to it that um, she felt it was right for us to, to to make the video for it again.
0: You mentioned the video you shot in Shanghai, the one for even find the third room. I yeah. am, I've been going through the comments on YouTube and one of them was really like legendary. It came for the funk, stayed for the Grammy. We don't have missing in the video of a time, you and I, but still. Yeah,
2: the people loved that old, uh, the old Hulu hooping lady so much. You know, she's doing the rounds on the internet.
0: So, what was the brief like? Find the happiest people in London and tell them that you don't need to be by the beach to build Castle Sand. (laughs) It was actually. I quoted you, Josh. I quoted you, Josh.
2: Oh, yeah?
0: Yeah. this was uh, from an interview you released about the video of uh, even spines the third room that oh, right. you, found, oh. you found the happiest, woman happiest yeah you're right
2: yeah the, the the first brief for that video was uh just do, do any you know basically have you got any ideas or something joyful and luckily we had this uh yeah. this dance idea and this one no i don't think there was a brief whatsoever i think it was what do you guys think of this song what do you want to do for the video? So it was really open, um, which is really lucky. You rarely, you rarely get that, you know, when we usually get emailed through briefs there, you know, quite specific and lots of references. Um, so yeah, this was great, how open it was.
0: So who decided to star Stephen K. yamus and Lunga Nenskosana?
2: <laughs> that was... <laughs>
1: yeah, we've got stories a, about that. It <laughs>
2: was an accident, right, Felix? Well,
0: Stephen yeah. K. yamus was an accident. Stephen
1: Amos was an accident. Lunga was on purpose.
0: That's the best accident that could have happened to you guys. Yeah, yeah we're pretty thankful
2: for that. It was, um, casting is, you know, we, me and Fix Things, casting is probably the most important thing. Um, yeah, for, for these videos when it's so simple and so character based. You know, if you don't like the pe- person in that video, then it's, it's a failure. You know, you wouldn't watch the video. Um, so I just spent hours and hours and hours. or we spent hours and hours and hours just scrolling through um, casting websites. Um, you know, thousands of pages, and on each page there's about a hundred little tiny thumbnail pictures of people's faces. And we're just going through, just you know, like who do we think would has got the right vibe for the song? Luckily, we found Stephen K Amos. Um, didn't know um, he it was the Stephen K Amos, the famous you know comedian. When we booked him, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, found out, we found out before the shoot that we've accidentally hired a really great, famous comedian.
0: Yeah! <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, uh, that, that's crazy. It was lucky. a nice
1: thing to find out. I think we actually, the main reason we booked him was his, his face, and then in his, in his casting picture, he just had this amazing, I think it was like a pink jacket, and this turtleneck and like a gold chain. And he just looked like the person that you'd want to see Making sand sandcastles to that song.
0: We are gonna <laughs> we are gonna talk about the outfits and the styling. But first, I okay. to, who is the choreographer between the two of you?
1: Uh, neither of us are a choreographer.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We'd be lying if we told you we were choreographers. How about the TikTok dance? I mean, they are dancing in the video. So, like, uh, who decided how they dance? Well,
2: we just play the music and we let them just dance. You know, when we both videos that we've made is you know, they're all done in, in a day and we've got to make, you know, we've got to get all the footage before the sun goes down. So it's kind of a case of running around, filming as much as we can, thinking on the spot of little jokes and little things you can do, and little camera tricks you can do. And then, you know, for example, the dancing, it was just like, right, bundle onto a train at one point, um, make a sandcastle before the police or anyone kicks us off the train, um, roll the camera, play the music and it's just like, you know, you guys can just just dance away. And luckily, both Lunger and Steven were just great at, you know, doing cool kind of 70s uh, moves to it. So yeah, it wasn't yeah. much choreography on our point apart from just going, can you just dance now, please?
0: i mean a very <laughs> vibe. i agree and i think that's like a living room for improvisation We'd yeah you got to
1: let people um people no. feel happy right like if you're if you're recording something and you're approaching it the way that we we did there's no point in us forcing people to do something that they don't want to do because you're gonna you're gonna see that on camera so as much as we have like A taste, and we know that we want it to be funny. Like, I think in in both videos, it actually comes down to the actors that we've got and how they feel uh, about performing in front of a camera to that track. And then we just kind of try to keep the best bits of that.
2: Luckily, the tracks are great and they're just natural. They're just natural uh, sort of walk, walk, kind of like walking dancing music. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, uh, Um, uh, How about the sand castles instead? Uh, Who is responsible for them?
1: (laughs) That was Josh was quality control and I was uh, transport, right? What's the
0: narrative? (laughs) What's the story?
2: Ah, so Felix lugged around a giant box of sand all day long in the rain and was pretty miserable and then I, before the day started I told Felix I've got really bad knees, please can I not be the one down on my knees making the sandcastles all day long um and that's exactly what i did all day long because i was best <laughs> making them apparently um that's true man yeah no so uh it <laughs> would pretty much, much we run into we find a location we want to shoot at um i would run over make a sandcastle um and then put the bucket back on top and then we get the guys in to sort of Do their bit around it and reveal the sandcastle.
0: Why did you decide to use uh, sandcastles uh, in this video?
2: Oh. (laughs) Oh, right. Uh, (laughs) We had this visual a while ago where I think we were just chatting, and I don't know how it came about, but one of us just said, you know, wouldn't it be cool to see someone making sandcastles not on the beach? And we're like, oh, yeah, that is quite interesting. And then Luckily, uh, when Laura sent us this song, and you know, I think one of the lyrics in in the music is, you know, play like children play, and we just said, well, we've got this visual in our head of someone making sandcastles, and then, yeah, it went on from there.
0: You know what I find really interesting from that video, which I watched like, uh, probably a hundred times by now, and I still remember the first time I watched it, that we were doing like uh, in lockdown here in London, and you guys, thank you, along with Crownbein, made me really, 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 really happy. It was uh, really ah, uplifting to watch that video, and okay. that's uh, like that's also why I decided to interview you. What I find really, really interesting about the video is that the sandcastles, they are rated. The first one is a three out of 10 and the last one is a nine out of 10. Do you? I mean, yeah. is that a, like a rating, a way of a saying that like playing is as important as working? Wow. We,
1: so <laughs> that's a lovely way to interpret it. And I think, I think actually, you know, when you watch it, that it's kind of the, the idea that comes across right like it doesn't have to be perfect for you to enjoy what you're doing Um, again we were talking about this before the reason we even had the idea of the ratings wasn't that wasn't like an intentional thing originally that was that was something that we did to try and help with the edit because when we came to when we came to actually cutting the film I think it was it's about a six minute video and we had about four minutes of footage so we had, to, we had to spend kind of one evening coming up with ideas of how to, how to keep the story interesting for, for longer, just because some of the Krangbin tracks are, are longer pieces of music. Um, the titling and the rating sort of idea throughout were, were part of that. Um, so it's, it's really nice to hear that they kind of had that effect on you when you watched yeah. it.
0: Maybe it's only me. Do you guys want to talk about uh, location or a styling
2: now? Let's talk about location, actually, because that's oh. about sandcastles. Uh, I was just going to say, actually, uh, if anyone out there who made one of the sandcastles for us, thank you again. Um, yeah. Uh, we, we, like Phoenix was saying, it's, it's a six minute song. So, yeah, we needed some footage. And we also we, we set out to make this seem like they had traveled the world making the sandcastles together. So London felt like uh, the place that they should start, and then we, you know we took some photos and photoshopped them to look like they went around the world um, together. And, uh, <laughs> then we asked friends in different countries—Germany, so Italy, um, Russia it was Russia, America, yeah. Mongolia—to yeah. uh, to make sandcastles for us. Um, you know, I, I did my best to like Amazon Amazon people sand and buckets and. Um, Asked them for them help, their help. But the, the first ever sandcastle I made was in. Uh, it was on. I went to the Great Wall of China just to make a sandcastle. Um, <laughs> this it, is the kind of was...
0: amazing story we're looking for uh, uh, here at Sinister. <laughs> I mean, you actually drove the... to the Great Wall of China to make a sandcastle for the video.
2: My my friend uh, Olivia was visiting, and she wanted to see Beijing. And I was like, well, I can wrap it up with you know showing her, I've already been to the Great Wall about three times and I was like, I guess if we can go back again, I can make a sandcastle there. So I, I had to carry this bucket full of sand with me all the way to Beijing, all the way during <laughs> the, you know, sightseeing, and then all the way up onto the Great Wall. And then it was worth it, because as soon as I made it, it was the first sandcastle I ever made. As soon as I made it, um, filmed it on my phone, sort of stood back and was like, this is a strange thing to see. And then everyone that was on the wall, sort of when they walked past it, they looked very confused. And then it made them happy. And then they took a photo of it. And I was like, oh, I think, I think this video is gonna, you know, it's gonna work out because it somehow makes people happy somehow. So let's
0: let's move from Beijing to London. Let's talk about the city where uh, Felix and I are based, and you are from London as well. And where Synesthesia is from. Honestly, I don't wanna. Um, how can I say? Question your location choice, but a rainy, very gloomy and grey London <laughs> doesn't, <laughs> yeah. doesn't really reflect the sound of a hot and a warm and sunny Austin, you know. But I love it. Yeah. I love that juxtaposition. Was it done on purpose?
1: I mean, there's there's nothing intentional about it raining. <laughs> I think we uh, we we definitely planned London. Uh, we were doing sort of like scouting different locations and sort of trying to work out a route map the weeks before the shoot. Uh, rain wasn't what we were hoping for. But again, that's the, I think that's all about just kind of how our attitude was towards making a video and kind of not taking it too too seriously because the rain in hindsight actually made it better. It meant that we had to get an umbrella which meant that Josh found the umbrella with the clouds in it, which added to the whole look of the film. It made it kind of feel a bit more like nostalgic, I think, visually. Um,
2: which added to her Lunga having a role. But, you know, we didn't know how they were going to meet each other on this sandcastle yeah. journey, and then we were like, "Well, wow, there's the umbrella now. She can shield him, and then they become friends." Uh, we kind of yeah. just went with it and it worked out I think in the end uh yeah, the camera was getting really wet and yeah. trying to keep the vibe and the mood up of having a you know a happy day out making sandcastles when in reality uh, you know we were covered in sand and soaking wet and but we had to try yeah. to keep it
1: positive for the sake of the video really yeah, and, and just hope that's going to go well. So I think that's that's where the umbrella came in.
0: I have another question, location-wise. The places you chose in London are all kind of bougie, touristy and somehow representative of like power because you go to Green Park, yeah. Westminster. Was this as well done on purpose to create a juxtaposition between these two dancers, very colourful? and uh, these places that are like uh, somehow let's say boring or not so like a co- not as colorful as a place like a Peckham
1: or Ridley yeah. or
0: market we
1: actually we actually talked about that quite a lot because we were gonna we were originally gonna shoot it down in Peckham just because it's it's local to where I live so it would have been easier and then the more we talked about who the characters are the more it became almost like uh better if it's a tourist stay out like we liked this idea that the character Stephen Amos plays almost travels the world seeing the sights and the thing that makes him happy there is making a sandcastle in front of the sights. And then when we looked at it in terms of like, I don't know, I guess the landscape of other music videos, like there was no point when we were trying to make a cool film. Like this, this wasn't supposed to be like a trendy uh, pop video. And I feel, like, I feel like there's lots of places in Peckham that are incredible but become overused. Yeah. And actually, with a band like Kurungbin who have like like people listen to their music globally. It's not it's not just people that sort of know about um, a small little borough in South London. Like like the people that don't live here, London, like iconic London as a backdrop, is amazing. So it, yeah, it just felt like there was no reason to for us to avoid that.
2: I think we liked buildings as well that had a little bit of a castle feeling to them. It might be subtle in there, but there was some building that had a little bit of a castle backdrop yeah
1: yeah
0: so you mentioned the umbrella which is amazing because it features a pale blue sky with like running clouds you mentioned his crazy suit like a pink suit and orange handkerchief so who styled the cast
2: guess we did both just we just bought loads of stuff off the internet, I guess together, put it up on a big rack. And then when the guys arrived in the morning, um, when Lunga and Steven arrived, we you know, tried them out in different things. Uh, we actually had a bit of a nightmare with his suit because we had ordered him a suit and it, yeah, it didn't fit. So I was running around uh, Oxford Street trying to buy him a new suit. Luckily, so luckily he came across the pink one that uh, he was wearing in the video.
0: Honestly, guys, this is super cool because uh, with bigger productions, uh, usually you have uh, a different person from the uh, director doing this and you know it better than I do. But it's amazing how you did everything from location scouting to like casting and even styling them. And my idea was that like these very colorful outfits. were your way of reflecting Crew Beans very multicultural and multifaceted sound in your video. Since London was gloomy and the color, the predominant color was gray, you decided to dress them this way to have, to bring Austin and their music in the video.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a a happy song, isn't it? So the, the main characters have to be happy. Would, and the It's
0: a very happy song. In fact, the last question about the video is that, uh, I mean, you kind of answered, but do you think that this video can be read uh, differently um, since uh, it's been uh, released uh, during a pandemic uh, when life was uh, and is still uh, pretty bleak? Uh, people were in lockdown and they see these <laughs> two amazing actors dancing in London and they just, like, you can't help smiling. Do you think that, like, the video, changed was a changed by the pandemic how it was perceived by people I
2: guess I guess so I did read a lot of comments you know whenever you make a music video you, you read the comments on the first day it goes out and um, just to see if people like it I guess um, and yeah a lot of people in the comments were saying that you know this has brought you know, a little bit of joy to them and you know they, they wish they could go out and make sandcastles together but they're stuck inside so I guess it did it did get you know received a bit differently
0: there was a comment from this um woman saying this video makes me want to date again and <laughs> it addresses the the vibe doesn't it uh
1: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> i mean yes. it makes it makes me happy that that's made her that happy okay amazing maybe she uh,
2: had a crush on Stephen, maybe i don't know <laughs> yeah. so,
0: i think that we talked extensively about Ruang beans video for a time you and i and now it's uh time for you and I to go through your first (laughs) column of this broadcast, Synesthesia, which is Word on the Street. Word on the Street? Word on the Street consists of you guys talking to us and the audience about a current cultural music scene which you find particularly fascinating.
1: Yeah, man, I can talk about this a little bit. So I think, um, like, the word "current" threw me when I first read it, because I'm, I'm going through like a big '90s sort of West Coast hip-hop phase, and that's what I'm listening to mostly uh, at the moment in terms of music. But then, yeah, I think the other things that I would personally call out as stuff I've seen recently that's just, just sort of, I just think it's amazing, uh, super impressive, is Parcells video for my family I think the DP on that has done some amazing work with like uh, an animatronic arm and some some programmed camera control and then I also think uh, Rosalia um, and her kind of her music videos they remind me a little bit of Gregory O'Horrell's work for Jane and that there isn't kind of like it's not necessarily about like one long story there's just lots of little vignettes and kind of really, really smart little moments in it. I think the video for Alamenti has this shot where it's just the, the open back of a truck that's kinda of electric blue but that's riding along at night and you just have the musicians inside it and I, yeah, I just think it looks incredible.
0: For the people. Uh, so, yeah. For our listeners, you don't need to write this down because we will share Felix and Josh's preferences and influences on our Instagram page. Check it out. It's synesthesia underscore podcast. And so you can see like the artists that are inspiring them right now. How about you, Josh?
2: Mm, well, you know, I'm out here in China and it's obviously its own world out here. I'm trying to make... Uh, a music video for uh, for this chinese song over here that i i heard in a club the other night the whole crowd just went absolutely nuts and uh I speak chinese but there's like when there's little bits of english in the song that i understand um i love it so i'm into that into music where well any chinese music where there's a little bit of english that i can get on get involved get involved with but yeah my next plan is to make uh, a music video for a chinese band or song just so i can uh, People at work can think I'm really cool,
0: and, uh, and no <laughs> Okay, now it's time for our second column, which is called Private Collection.
1: Private Collection.
0: I want to ask you guys about a record sleeve or musical video that has left a mark on you. In this case, I think that Felix already answered his question before, because he mentioned Fatboy Slim pushed the tempo.
1: Yeah, that was that'd be the one for me. Uh, so I think Felix, it's pretty much, pretty much perfect. Josh, it's your
2: turn. So there's this music video by The Whispers called uh, "Keep On, Keep On Loving Me." I think it's called "Keep On." Yeah, "Keep On Loving Me." We, I think me and I think I might have even been with Felix when I think it was our housemate Harry or Ben showed me this video, and it's um, basically the band just walking uh, around the street, uh, sort of clicking away to the music, and then dancing for a bit, and it was just. So simple and cool, and maybe incredibly happy.
0: A bit like a Haim at the band. Their videos are all about them. These three girls who are walking in LA and they're like just vibing to the music. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah, probably that sounds like a modern day version of it. Effortlessly cool. Outfits are unbelievable. But I remember, you know, I, I love this video. And when we got asked to do the first music video for Crambing, it was. Um, it was a bit of an inspiration in a way and i remember this uh, one of my old bosses at the time was told me an amazing thing about it he said well do you know why that works why that video works and he said well that video is amazing because you know that their movement just suits the music so walking suits it perfectly and he said whenever you get this like video briefs what is the tempo of the music is it someone walking running driving um and that narrows you down to a, a your ideas a little bit and with this with our latest two music videos yeah the the beat was sort of a walking tempo Um, so the majority of the sandcastle one is them guys walking around and dancing around but the tempo was right you know
0: yeah it was uh, very very right so can you tell us once again the name of this video and the band Uh,
2: the whispers keep on loving me
0: Okay, once again, uh, don't worry about like writing this down. Just check our uh, Instagram page, synesthesia underscore podcast, uh, to, have, uh, to see the mood board that we created for uh, Josh and Felix to launch their episode. We have the very, very, very last uh, uh, column, which I love though, because, because it's called uh, flavors. Flavors. You can hear the sound of the oven, the meal is ready. And we want to know your flavors, what you like. So please, guys, recommend us a Instagram page and a local spot. You know that we are very much into support your local shop, uh, that movement, especially even before the pandemic, but now even stronger after the pandemic because uh, small businesses are suffering. So if you have... a record store a bookshop or like a greasy spoon or whatever shop you want to recommend us in your city let us know so first instagram page then local spot felix you go first
1: i don't know if what i've got is very useful for this but the only thing that i would recommend is uncle roger reviewing jamie oliver's uh, egg fried rice because it's it's just the best thing that i've seen recently and then i think josh <laughs> has a good local spot to recommend
0: perfect
2: Instagram, there's uh, this woman on Instagram called Karen, I think it's I think it's Karen X-Chang, uh, but she, what she does is she does all these simple little uh, video tricks, you know, little phone tricks and 360 camera tricks, uh, I just used one in a, a last music video I did, and yeah, she's great for anyone that wants to just, if they're making sort of small budget uh, music videos, you can just use some of her techniques. To help you out.
0: Do you have a local spot in Shanghai for our listeners so that when they go to Shanghai when uh, they go to travel again and they can check it out?
2: I'll uh, give you my favorite club which is called ALL. A-L-L. Uh, always a good night in there. Small little venue. Um, and sorry to you know I know yeah. China's, China's yeah. open again for clubbing and it must be annoying for the rest of the world to listen to that but uh, yeah ALL if you're in Shanghai is, is a great night out. Small club.
0: Thanks for making us aware of the um, shitty time uh, we are going through. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I'm just trying
2: to give, trying to give context to recommending a club. Well,
0: we're well, <laughs> we moving, we moving, to China soon. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks a lot, guys. are well done. No well done, well done. No. It's been amazing. Uh, like, uh, I love your video. I'm sure that the people who will be listening to this. Uh, a podcast, it means that they loved it too. So I'm really happy that you guys took part in, uh, in this. And um, I am extremely grateful that you like uh, dedicated the 45 minutes of your Sunday. So uh, once again, grateful. Thank you.
2: Uh, thank you. That was great fun.
0: I am looking forward to meeting you guys in person, either in Shanghai, London, or whatever. I am from Sardinia, um, which is a beautiful island, Italian island in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea. If you want to come over, just uh, hit me up, okay?
1: Yeah, let's meet there. That sounds great. Good (laughs) day. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Ciao, guys. All
1: right. Bye, man. Thank you. Thank you, bye. You just listened to Synesthesia, the artist behind the artist, Subscribe to our channel and follow us on Instagram at synesthesiapodcast.